Hello, everyone. My name is Katyra Poland. I am the creator and producer of Editor Knows Best, the podcast you're listening to now is specifically for authors, writers, and other literary creatives and professionals. We do have a special guest today. She is a digital marketer and also an entrepreneur with over 10 years in the marketing and digital marketing field, as well as event planning, small business counseling, and philanthropy. She has always had a knack for connecting and counseling others, um, personal or business related. She is also the founder of Side Hustle Saturdays, and she created that out of her passion for entrepreneurship and community. She wanted to create the platform where like-minded minority business owners, side hustlers, and anyone thinking about starting their own business can share, educate, and encourage fellow entrepreneurs. Uh, thank you so much for being with us today, Lisa. I'm glad to have you as a guest, and I'm looking forward to our interview. Thank you for having me, Katyra. I appreciate it. You're welcome. And again, thanks for coming on. So can you tell our listeners more about Side Hustle Saturday um, and what that process looks like in case we have any listeners who may be interested in starting a video podcast or some type of content creation um, perhaps similar to Side uh, Hustle Saturday? Sure. Well, I started Side Hustle Saturday. Um, I have to thank COVID for that. You know, while we were at the stay at home, um, I was trying to find a creative outlet. I've always, I've, I've been in corporate America, so I meet a lot of different people. I network a lot. I work with small businesses and I was an entrepreneur myself. And so I was looking for a way, this downtime gave me a way to kind of do some self-reflection and to figure out, you know, what would I want to do? I'm getting tired of corporate America. I want to do something different. What kind of, how could I pull that all together? So I came up with, I know how I can do that. You know, that's what at the time, you know, we had a lot of the racism with, the, I mean, the George Floyd was going on and the uneasiness and the conversations about racism and then minority, minority small business. So I said, I want to su support minority small businesses. Hence, Side Hustle Saturday came about. I actually started first on Instagram. Um, I was talking to a friend of mine and she's like, oh, I got a friend. She owns her own wine line you should talk to her. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, I didn't even think anything about it. I was like, I would like to interview her. I don't even know why that came out my mouth. It just fell out. Mm -hmm. And so she's, I, I reached out to her. Her name was Monda Urban and she um, owns a wine line and she's had it for a while. And I did an IG live. That was my first time doing that. And it was called Quirks and Conversations. And then after that, I was like, oh, that's not too bad. And it just it just funneled into Side Hustle Saturday and then Hustle Talks, where I would interview various minority entrepreneurs um, and get tips and empowerment and encouragement from them on how they got started and took their side hustle to their main hustle. So that's how that got birthed. And the creative process to get to that point was also interesting. You know, I have to kind of thank corporate America. And I know a lot of, you know, as entrepreneurs that are still working our nine to fives and we come home and we work our five to nines. Mm -hmm. 
sometimes, you know, when we work that nine to five, we can take some of those nuggets that we learn and kind of apply it to our five to nine or our entrepreneur. So it sets you up, I feel, to get you ready for that next movement or journey in your life, which is entrepreneurship. Um, And my creative process, I always try to look for interesting entrepreneurs. And I'm not talking about people that are, you know, the Oprah Winfrey's or the, the one, the people that are, you know, out here really, really doing it. I'm talking about interesting people that are still in the weeds, I call it, that are out here that are willing to share and give back and talk about their journey. And so I use my writing techniques to kind of draw those out when I write my scripts from for, uh, with, with people that are on the show. I want to bring out interesting things, not just to drill them with question after question, but I want to understand the character of that entrepreneur and how that can resonate to the audience when I ask them various questions. And I try to tie that in with real life situations. So my creative process is a little bit different. I just don't bang out questions like, okay, when you get started, what was the day? You know, I don't do that. I try to do, to make them real life and try to bring out something that is going to be beneficial, not only for the viewer, but also for the entrepreneur himself so they can bring something out and bring something to the table. And how do you usually find your guests? (laughs) I find my guests various ways. Um, At first, I would look, I was following a website or various um, Black websites that uh, uh, send out media like Essence and then there's blackbusiness.com and I would go on there and I would see different stories but then I started to go on different black business Facebook pages and look at entrepreneurs that way and I think that's how we met <laughs> and I would I would look for them that way and um, see who had a really first number one you had to be a minority And number two, who was out there that had a really good, solid business? There were some businesses, I was like, "Mm, they might need a couple more years, maybe six more months, but who was really out there that was, you know, pretty much developed and was ready, you know, who was, you know, had a really good website, a good presence that um, I could get in contact with. I would do that, I would talk to people, the first couple of people were people I just knew. I was like, I would just go down my friend list, like, oh, Style Mastery was my very first Side Hustle Saturday Hustle Talks interview. And it was somebody I knew and she had her own business. So that was the very first one. And then I just started meeting people and then people would say, um, one of my guests gave me a couple of referrals. Hey, do you know this person? This person would be good to interview. And so I get them various ways. Um, I'll see something on TV and I'll just reach out. Um, I'll read a magazine like, oh, I'll look at their Instagram or their Facebook and I'll just reach out. So now I just have different funnels. It's just not a one shot way that I find guests to be on the show. 
That's awesome. Um, that's really sound advice. Um, and I'm sure our listeners who are starting a show um, appreciate that advice. So I know that you, you know, mentioned transitioning from being an employer to entrepreneurship. So what draws you to entrepreneurship and what makes you um, interested in that transition? Well, um, I've been in corporate America for, oh, I would say 20 plus years. And, you know, I was, I'm a really creative person. And so I would, whenever, I would always sign up for different things as I tried to climb the corporate ladder. Hey, what about this? You know, I would give and volunteer for different things and always give people my ideas at work. And they would take them and they would use them. And I would be on, on the, all the different event committees, all to see if I could get moved up on the corporate ladder, you know, all to see if I could get promoted to that next job. And I really wasn't thinking about being an entrepreneur. I was just, you know, being my little creative self and giving out all my nuggets to people at work thinking that's going to get me to my next level and get promoted and come to find out it got me nowhere. I was just giving, 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 right. and not receiving anything back. Yes. Not only that, I wasn't even getting any fulfillment from it. Mm -hmm. You know, it would be a lot of red tape or, you know, and people would just take, take, take. And I would do a lot of hours after work all for someone else. And it wasn't for me. And then after, after I had so many denials, because I was trying to get promoted in my job, and after so many denials and some of the strangest de denials that I received, I was like, I'm done. When 2020 hit, I said, I'm going to be a little bit stingy. Mm -hmm. I'm not giving out my nuggets or my jewels right. to anybody at work anymore. I'm going to do that for myself mm -hmm. and how can I do that for myself where it can transition into something that could be an entrepreneur journey for me and that's how I got the ball rolling it was just I was just tired right. and I had been doing that for years for years I had been just you know giving up myself and telling, you know, people taking my ideas and not taking them, like stealing them, but I would submit an idea. Yeah, Lisa, let's roll with it. And I would think it would get me, you know, not that I wanted to have all these accolades, but I was looking to uh, advance in my corporate, uh, my career, right? And all the different things, I put it on a resume and just send my resume out and meet with all these different people. And it was just flat. And then I'm, after a while, you just get tired of that. And so I was like, it's all about me in 2020. Mm -hmm. Yes, um, and I can definitely relate to that. I'm not so much at work, but just in general, like uh, I'm also one that shares lots of resources with people um, because I, I like to present opportunities to people and connect them with, you know, resources and people and um, events or you know, programs that would be beneficial to them. So I do that. Um, but there are times that I don't where I'm like, okay, um, people have the same resources as me. Right. 
they're not, you know, nobody's compensating me for sending you something. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you're selected. And, you know, yes, I appreciate a thank you. But like you said, if I can be compensated for that as an entrepreneur, I need to reserve my time, my energy, my talents, um, so that I can be properly compensated for services like that. So Mm -hmm. um, I definitely agree with you there. Um, Related to being denied promotions, do you feel that... um, those denials were in any way related to your gender and or race? I do. I do. I think that has a lot to do with it. I think that, you know, being in corporate America, you know, the same, we African-Americans and women have to work twice as hard and not even twice as good, but quadruple as good as our white counterparts. And it's sad that it has to be that way, but it is what it is. And so when I would hear these ridiculous things, when I would get denied the job, when I know I was totally qualified and changed and having 50,000 different resumes, after a while, you just get burnt out. And you just were like, I, I was just like, I, you know, what more can I say and do? <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I can't do no more. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. So what would you recommend to um, others who might be in that situation where they're trying to get a promotion or recognition for the good work that they're doing? Um, so I know that you chose the route of, you know, you know, transitioning out of corporate, but Um, Any suggestions for those who aren't able to do that right now or who want to stay in corporate but are dealing with, you know, some of those adversities, adversity? I would say for people, because not every, like you said, you're in your right. Not everybody wants to start their own job and not everybody is at the point where they're sick and tired of being sick and tired and they don't want to be in corporate America anymore. Um, And they're just, they're going to just, you know, tough it out. And my suggestion would be to them that when you share good ideas and when you um, do uh, things that are over and above what your normal day in and day out job is, document that. Document it because those are jewels that you can put on your resume that you can use for something else. Um, even though my background is in digital marketing, I fell into philanthropy and I've done multiple events on a Philip, on a philanthropy stage and I've done, and I've done them successfully. If I wanted to go into nonprofit or philanthropy, I've got a background from all the extracurricular things that I did at work that I could throw on my resume if I wanted to go down that road. It's just important that you just don't let that go away. And I know uh, sometimes people even put that on their um, reviews that they get. Put all that stuff on your review. Anything that you do that has, that benefits the company, that takes you to the next level, that goes over and above, anything with ROI, that makes the company money um, or increases productivity, document that stuff on your resume. Because even if they 
or whoever you're working for doesn't care or take a second look at it, I can guarantee you someone else outside of those walls will. And it will benefit, benefit you in the long run. For sure. I definitely agree with that. So for our listeners who are, you know, interested in either side hustle or business or um, their own, you know, ventures or freelancing, make sure that, you know, you are highlighting the skills that you're learning um, and improving in your full-time job or your employment. Um, Lots of transferable skills can go onto your LinkedIn profile, Mm -hmm. um, into your portfolio, your website. So just make sure, like she said, you're keeping track of that. So I certainly agree with that. So I know that you um, also write the scripts for your show. So can you tell us a little bit more about um, your experiences with writing that and also recommendations for others who might be interested in, in, in writing scripts for a show? Absolutely. I like, I think the type of writer that I am, I like to bring out my personality. And my personality is very uh, fun and intriguing and I like to bring that out in my writing. Um, and I like to have those aha moments in my writing as well. So when I do my writing, my creative writing, or when I write my scripts for my shows, I want to make sure that number one, it has that pool or engagement that's going to benefit my side hustle Saturday community. Um, and number two, I want to make sure that there's some ways and there's some education in that that's going to benefit um, anybody uh, that's listening to the replays or that's actually listening to the show. And I try to look at my guest bio and find the interesting instead of the mundane. Mm-hmm. Um, about what they what they're doing and their journey Um, and I also when I write my script I try to write it or my in my interview questions I try to write them a couple days in advance and then I walk away and that goes with my script writing all my copy for my digital ads because you know when you're an entrepreneur you wear many hats (laughs) you are are hr copy uh you are the art department so when i write the copy for my interview questions my script and my show flow and my digital ads i try to do i do those a couple days in advance and i'll walk away and then I'll come back the next day and I'll have a fresh look on it and then I'll tweak it because I may have like, oh, you know, maybe I can, you know, tweak it this way. But I've always done that when I've done any type of writing, um, whether it be a writing my resume, writing uh, a paragraph or uh, anything, I will write it and then I'll just walk away and let it sit for a day and then I'll come back and revisit it and I'll tweak it and massage it a little bit and then I'll send it out. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. Um, yeah. So are there any, is there anything that really helps you flow or things that you do that, um, help you, help you, um, be more productive when you're writing your scripts? 
Uh, I like to listen to music. Okay. I listen to music a lot. So um, that, and sometimes silence is so golden. Mm -hmm. Sometimes <laughs> yes, yes. I will, if I, you know, if I can just be with my thoughts mm -hmm. and be quiet, that, um, that works a lot. And then I am a morning person. Okay. I keep a pencil and a pad next to my bed. And when I wake up in the morning, it's just like fireworks. It's like, and it's and I, I have to write it down and in the like when I'm in the shower, I have my that's where I have most of my ideas is when I'm in the shower. Okay. <laughs> I am the most productive. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like I have to, you know, write them all down and I get my wheels turning. Mm -hmm. Um by three o'clock, you know, my brain is probably like, okay, that's enough. But in the morning, and especially in the when I take my shower, is when I am the most creative now some people are, are different but for me right it's, it's the morning and you know having that pen to paper and write my stuff down yes so that's awesome so um based on what you said one of the things i recommend to listeners is figuring out when you are most productive um, mm -hmm. knowing you know just knowing that okay all my ideas come out in the shower i'm sure <laughs> has made the process a lot easier for you, you know, to take your notebook into the shower. Um, so when you're done, you can go ahead and jot that down. So for those of you who might be struggling with productivity, um, just, you know, take a day to, to find out or, or observe when you have your either the most ideas or the the best ideas and then just take note of that and capitalize on that and take advantage of that. So thank you for bringing that to the forefront. Um, I know that you're not an author at this time, but is that something that you're interested in in the future at all? You know, it's funny that you asked me that because I've had ideas or um, thoughts of, I could write a book about that. I could write a play about that. That would make a good screenplay. But I would just never, you know, I would look at myself like, girl, you ain't no writer. I mean, <laughs> mm -hmm. why? And I would have these amazing ideas yeah. and I would just let them just go to waste. But, you know, I don't know why I, sh I don't, I should ask myself, well, why not? Yeah. You know, yeah. why don't you try to write something down? or you know put pen to paper and write a, a short story or a short documentary or a short play for sure yeah. i don't know i'm selling myself short so I'll <laughs> yes 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 i'm gonna be an author one day <laughs> and you will be you will be so thank you for bringing that to light though because um there are so many people who have goals and dreams and they don't pursue them for whatever mm -hmm. reason maybe um you know somebody told them that they couldn't or maybe they, you know, have low self-esteem based on past experiences. So for all of our listeners, you know, who are, you know, out there and maybe feel like they, they can't pursue something, um, you can. Um, there's all, there are so many resources, like there's writing coaches. So even if you feel like you can't get your ideas down on paper, there's somebody there to help you with that. Um, mm -hmm. and maybe, maybe you want to write, but you don't necessarily want to publish. So you can just journal. It doesn't have to be shared publicly. It's something you right. can private. So for, yeah, again, so, so for those of you who might be having self-doubt, um, you know, find the people who support you. Um, they may be in your family. They may be friends. They may not be. Lisa and I didn't know each other. No. Uh, online. So 
um, just take advantage of the resources that do exist or just connect with someone who's already done it. So maybe you want to be an author, but you're not sure of yourself. Um, mm -hmm. Go to some author groups and reach out to them to get words of encouragement. So just, just a little bit of um, inspiration for those of you who are listening who might be struggling with, you know, pursuing your dreams or goals. So thank you, Lisa, for You're welcome. And I would tell you, I am a post-it note girl. Okay. Um, I, and I, I hear some post-it notes right here. Mm -hmm. I have, uh, and they're all in different colors. And whenever I have a thought or a moment, I will jot it on a post-it note. You will, oh, I can open up a notebook and there'll just be post-it note after mm -hmm. post-it note written down of a thought or yeah. something I saw. So even if you don't have a journal, right. post-it notes are a good way to get your thoughts on paper mm -hmm. and to kind of like come back to them. I know sometimes people will record things on their phone. I do that too. Mm -hmm. I might be taking a walk and I'm like, oh, that's really good. I'll go to my phone recorder and I will just be talking away. So mm -hmm. don't think that you have to be uh, just have a pen and a paper to mm -hmm. write something down mm -hmm. your thoughts can be translated in many different ways right right and that goes in line with knowing when you're most productive also mm -hmm. know what works best for you um, yeah. are you a visual learner are you an audio learner um, so for me like for my to-do list i usually text myself some people have a physical to-do list yeah so just do an inventory of when you're most productive what your strengths and weaknesses are and also um, what how you learn best how you remember best um and i mean i mean i feel like i feel like that's half the battle is knowing yourself knowing um what works for you and what doesn't right um, and to make pretty much everything better um you know, and just taking advantage of the, again, the resources that exist, maybe take some quizzes or ask your friends and family, well, what kind of person do you think I am? Or what do you notice about me? Because um, I feel like a lot of people struggle with the beginning stages because they don't, um, you know, have a solid um, understanding of who they are and what, you know, what, what they already have, what they need, things like that. So um, that is something I also would recommend to our listeners. So I know that you mentioned you started off on Instagram, um, but your series is now on Facebook. Do you right. have a preference or was there a specific reason why you made that jump? Yeah, um, technology. Okay. <laughs> technology. Um, I wanted the look and feel of a television show okay. and Facebook and I use on Facebook the Be Live platform okay. and Instagram just does not allow you to do that. Mm -hmm. it's, it's so glitchy. So mm -hmm. I, I just made the leap to Facebook and Facebook Live now. I'm hoping because I'm starting to build my Instagram community and I don't want to leave them out either. Right. Um, and I try to get them to, hey, come to Facebook, There's but there's some adamant people that are mm -hmm. like, I ain't going on Facebook, or they don't even have a Facebook profile. Right. So um, I just wish, you know, some technology will come out that I could merge the two, but for now, it's Facebook, and then pretty soon here, I'm going to do YouTube as well. Okay, awesome. That's what I would, that's what came to mind, because I, I think that kind of merges Facebook and uh, Instagram, because then people can excuse me, people can go back, you know, and watch at a later time and save, 
save it to their favorite list or subscribe to that channel. So right. I'm excited that you're you're gonna be doing that as well. So that will that be in place of Facebook or in addition to? In addition to. So okay. I will um when I do my lives, I can simulcast to Facebook and to YouTube. Okay. So um I will be doing that pretty soon here in the future where you'll see the replays and also you'll be able to uh, watch it on YouTube, the whole live um, interview with different people. Okay, awesome. Again, I'm excited for that. I'm glad that um, that's going to be another um, platform for you to share your series on. That is fantastic. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Um, so, of course, this is a podcast for writers and authors, so I would be remiss not to ask you who some of your favorite authors and writers are, Lisa. Oh, wow. Um, I like, um, I remember I read this, my very, I'm not, my very first book that I read was Sisters and Lovers by Connie Briscoe, and that was eons ago, but I love that book. Um, and I, that was the first, like, actually crack the book open and read it. Mm -hmm. So now you have Audible, right? right. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> so I've been on a lot of, um, Audible book, uh, journeys and mm -hmm. the one that I'm reading now that I would recommend to your listeners is called Don't Quit Your Day Job. I mean, don't keep your day job. Okay. Don't keep your day job really, really good read about, um, or audible about, um, taking your passion and turning it to entrepreneurship. So it's an excellent, excellent book. I don't have the author okay. off the top of my head, but it is a, an excellent book. And I would say, definitely invest in that. And I read some Steve Harvey books or listen okay. to Part mm -hmm. of the books. Mm -hmm. But um, that, um, that's okay. Her name is Kathy Heller, H E L L E R, and it's called okay. Don't Keep Your Day Job. So okay. I would say, please read that. That is a great, great book. Okay, awesome. So, are you a fan of audiobooks? I love audiobooks. Okay. Love audiobooks um because it allows me to be free and i can still listen or i can walk and listen um the only thing i read from cover to cover is a magazine mm -hmm. and I'm sitting there and I, read that. Okay. I don't like those in digital print mm -hmm. i like the old school open up in a magazine and flipping the pages but when it comes to like a book book I love the audiobooks. Okay. Yeah, I haven't gotten into audiobooks at this point. Um okay. I I like, you know, the hard, you know, paperback hardcover. I like the hard copy of the book. Um uh -huh. maybe because I'm an editor or that's probably yeah. some of it. I'm also an author, so um I just like having the book um in hand. Um never tried audiobooks. I just feel like it's, it would be kind of tedious for me. I think I would, I would, I would lose interest. Um, I do. They, I mean, they do, um, they do interject and some of them do, you know, make bring the characters to okay. life, but I didn't think I would like it either, yeah. but I'm like hooked right now. Okay. I'm like, oh, you know, I've got all these books that I'm trying to listen to and mm -hmm. it's just, it's just a good filler sometimes mm -hmm. for me sitting down 
reading a book. For me, I'm the opposite, I guess, because me to sit down and read a page, my mind gets to wonder. Oh, mm-hmm. And so the audio books keeps more attention for me than to me to crack open an actual book, which is mm-hmm. weird, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and in line with that, like I YouTube stuff all the time. So um, definitely appreciate visual learning um, for myself. Mm-hmm. So um, I think just audio would be a good challenge for me. So I will um, attempt an audio book, but I haven't just yet. Um, but I will, but I will. I'm looking forward to that. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to share about your show or your um, you know, entrepreneurship journey at this time with the listeners? Yes, um, I am going to be um, doing some other things with Sci Hustle Saturday okay. in the in the near future. Um, I am going to start consulting, so I'm going to start um, taking on some clients. Preferably, um, I'm going to be looking for small businesses just starting out to help okay. them get launched. You know, because there are a lot of people that want to go into business and they have the business skill set, but not the digital, right? And how to set it up, how to do a digital ad, how to, you know, what's hashtagging, how do you do that? So to help out small minority small businesses to get that launch pad off, to get them out there, you know, right. Um, so I'm going to be doing that. I'm going to be, especially, uh, um, Still, I'm going to be doing the interviews for sure. Um, and then you'll see more of me in the camera mm-hmm. um, giving tips and, you know, PDF downloads, okay. uh, quick tips for uh, minority business owners to use as they're on their entrepreneur journey. Awesome. Um, and then I'm going to be doing a venture with my son, mm-hmm. um, which is going to be called the Generation Jar. And um, we'll be doing a podcast uh, where we will be talking about various topics from a generational point of view. Awesome. So, you know, my son is home for COVID and, you know, we have our little discussions, but I might feel some way because of my generation, but he has a different mindset about it. So I was like, that would be a good show. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, that sounds like um, a very um, enlightening uh, podcast. I would definitely have to tune into that. So for the consulting piece, will that be virtual as well as in person? Um, it will be virtual and in person. Um, either way. Okay. Um, it, it could be either way. So. Awesome. So if someone was interested in either being on your show and or a consultation how would they connect with you they can reach out to me they can email me at side hustle main hustle at gmail.com um you can direct message me on my facebook page uh at side hustle main hustle and you can DM me on my Instagram page at side hustle underscore Saturday. 
Awesome. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Lisa, for all of the information that you shared, for telling us about your journey um, and your creative process. Um, I really appreciated having you as a guest. It's been a pleasure. Um, and thank you to all you're welcome. And thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in. Um, and make sure that you connect with Lisa if you need bit small business consulting and or you would like to be on her show. Um, thanks again, everybody, for listening. Um, Editor Knows Best airs every Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern. You can visit anchor.fm slash editor knows best. The show is also on iHeart Radio, um, Google, and also Apple. Uh, thanks again, everybody. Be safe and be well. Okay. Hello, everyone. My name is Katyra Poland. I am the CEO of Love for Words, which is an editing boutique. And I work with authors to help them polish their manuscripts before they're published. I just wanted to share that I do have a great resource for the current and also aspiring authors. Editor Knows Best. It's an ebook that gives you an overview of what editing is, the different types of editing, what to expect from an editor, and some tips on how to select your editor. So you can head over to my website, polandllc.com slash shop, and you can actually download a free copy. So I hope you go over there and learn more about you know, what it takes to hire an editor, work with an editor, or even become an editor. Feel free to send me a message through my website, email me at poland at polandllc.com or message me on either Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. If you have questions about the ebook, my services, or you'd like to have a consultation with me. Thanks so much for tuning in and be safe and be well, everyone.